0: I'm Sue Berman, sound archivist and podcast producer for Auckland Libraries, and today I'm pleased to be talking with colleagues Sharon Smith and Helen Stevens, who are co-curators of the exhibition Stepping Back into the Shed, Westfield Freezing Works 1916-1989. to so kia ora, kō and Helen. Thanks for coming to talk with me today. I'm really looking forward to learning more about the exhibition, and of course, to seeing it at the Māngari Arts Centre. Um, it's a really interesting topic. Um, perhaps you could just tell us how you came to develop the idea. Kia ora, Helen.
1: Hi, Sue. <laughs> um, well, about f- five years ago, um, Michael Sanders, who used to be the general manager of Westward Freezing Works, approached us um, with a donation that he'd come across that he'd res- rescued from the site, basically right. just before demolition, um, so which was about 93 or 94. Um, and the material consisted of things like plans and blueprints, business records, um, ephemera and realia, like uh, advertising signage and empty product tins, (laughs) plus thousands and thousands of photographs and um, negatives. And we went, this is great, let's take this. Right. Perfect sort of um, mixed format archive. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly what our manuscript archives uh, consist of, basically. Right. Um, And then a few years later, when Sharon joined the team, we decided this would be a really good opportunity to host this material in the South, where it came from. Um, and because this year is also the 30 year anniversary of the closure of Westfield, while we didn't want to concentrate on that fact, we wanted to celebrate the people and the place um, and the community of Westfield itself. So that's sort of how we came about.
0: Right. So having kind of gone through this material, of course, you know, if you put your heads together and have curated something to share of a story. Um, tell us a little bit about that process. What do you, what do, you do to create an exhibition like that?
1: Well, I suppose you come up with the idea and then decide how you want to um, promote it. We decided because there was such a lot of photographic material that um, we'd put on more of a photographic exhibition. We also split it into themes. Right. So Westfield freezing works from farm to export. So we've got farm transport to Westfield itself, processing um, the products themselves, and then export because um, Westfield material was sent all around the world, not just to Britain and, the, and Europe, but also to the Pacific Islands, um, Iran and Iraq, um, France, hmm. Singapore, it went everywhere. Um, and we've got lots of photographic documentation to support that as well Um, and then as well as the farm to take export um, we've also got people so which is what one of the things we wanted to highlight in this exhibition that people made this place a great place to work Um, so we've got people at work people at special occasions and people at play. So they seem to have quite a good social club going at Westfield with um, barbecues and Christmas functions out and about.
2: Yeah, There's some wonderful photographs and a lot of them um, we're really inviting the public to come along and pop some names to some people and some names to some places and events. So we're really encouraging people to come along and help us out with that. Um, which would be great for future researchers to then be able to you know, find out about and, and look up. Um, we've also got our union section which was uh, really, really um, strong at the Westfield and a lot of the works at the time, particularly through the 70s and 80s. Um, so along with that we also have a thesis which was written by Ross Webb um, as part of his master's project at Auckland University, and that really focuses on the nineteen seventies and eighties, the workers there from the workers' perspective mm-hmm. uh, in relation to the unions, and that's um, so that will be there for reference for people to have a look at as well. Um, also, our history content we have. Um, some voices we wanted to try and bring the images and the other material to life Mm. and um, we've got some it's a a selection of uh, clips from different people who have worked there or had an association with the area perhaps Halibys or Southdown as well um, because uh, Meatworks is quite a, there were quite a few different ones in the area at mm. the time. People think Westfield Freezing Works, sometimes they mean Halliby's or, or Southdown or City um, Abattoir. City Abattoir, mm, yeah that's Mexico. right. Um, and mm. actually part of the reason why we thought would go ahead with this exhibition is also to, uh, as an educational thing really because a lot of there's nothing there now. While well, there is a plaque on the side of the road, if you know it's there, but apart from that, there's no actual physical evidence, huh. other than the abattoir, which is now called Auckland Meats Processes, which still exists and still operates. Um, but all the other meatworks uh, have gone. So it's a way of just letting people know about that local industrial history, which was hugely important to the people in the communities, particularly of South Auckland, mm. uh, and Auckland in general, and nationally,
0: really, because people would travel to work there during the season. Mm. Yeah, so. It yeah. was a big employer, wasn't it? And, mm. and like Helen was saying before, too, a big part of our export market um, over those years. So, mm. yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? The, um, and people can hear through this podcast and with the, the clips where people are describing the sorts of work that, you know, no longer exists in our, in our working history or in industry history. Mm. Um, the whole, that track around the, the extent of the rail yards and the movement of stock, I think, is particularly interesting. Yes, because there's a lot of
2: other things that have gone by the by in that area as well. Lots of other manufacturing um, industries as well, like the car, I think the Ford um, industry were there, the Ford company. Ah, uh, the railways of course were massive. There were the sale yards as well, which disappeared reasonably early on, really. Um, and a lot of the tanneries and Yeah, I was just gonna say fertilizer. the uh,
0: tanneries uh, there's a, yeah. the interview that you that you did that we people can listen to with Bill Daniels um, talks about mongery, which I had to look up <laughs> because it's a word that's not in our common usage mm-hmm. and so you're inviting people obviously to come to view um, all these different the documents the story of Westfield um, are there opportunities to participate or to yes we've got a couple of
2: um, a <laughs> couple of things here that we're inviting people to um, take part in. One is a workers register where we are going to have a book basically.
1: Um, So it's a workers register and basically we're inviting people to come along and tell us a few memories they have of either Westfield Freezing Works or the area or just growing up and things that they remember. Um, They can add in names of people who used to work there that are no longer with us
2: Yes, yeah, just about gathering memories and they'll become part of the collection that can then be looked at at a later date by researchers. Another thing we're going to have is a community photograph album where we're inviting people to bring along any photographs they might have for us to copy and we'll put the copies in the community photograph album with a little bit of information about who's in them or what it is, what year etc roughly and uh, hopefully that will grow during the course of the exhibition That'd be awesome. And is there going to be a film screening? Yes, there's going to be a film screening on the 23rd of November. It's called The Hammer and the Anvil. And this was produced in the late 1970s. And it's basically a history of the Union in New Zealand. Um, So right from really early days through to the late 1970s. There's some footage there too from the uh, Mangere Bridge um, strike, which might be of interest to people, along with some really amazing, really early footage as well.
1: Oh, um, and also footage from the 1951 waterf- watersider strike yes. as well. So there's quite a lot of Auckland content in it.
0: So plenty, plenty to see, plenty to hear by the sounds of things too, and so. I really encourage everyone to to come down and see it. Do you want to just run us through some of the, the dates
1: and events that people can attend? So, opening... So, the opening's on Saturday the 12th of October at Mangari Art Centre from 10.30am. Um, we have a day, a community photograph album day on Saturday the 19th of October from 1030 to 4pm um, where people can bring photos and we can copy them and add them to the community photograph album Um, and then the film screening, The Hammer and the Anvil, will be screening on Saturday the 23rd of November at 2pm, which gives you a chance to come in and have a look at the exhibition before you go and see the film
0: Fantastic, thanks very much Thanks